1: A good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastguard.com to learn more.
2: Tonight, with just days to go before the holiday, America is on the move. Despite pleas from health officials to stay at home, airports packed with thanksgiving travelers plus nearly 84,000 americans in the hospital tonight sick with covid the entire state of pennsylvania may run out of icu beds within the week and look at these lines at food banks as america faces its worst food insecurity crisis since the great depression covid crowds from this jam-packed bar in florida to a crowded church service in oklahoma Health officials worried about COVID fatigue. Racing to a cure. Breaking news as a third COVID vaccine reports strong results. Could the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine help stop transmission? Plus tonight, we take you to the front lines inside a hospital that will be one of the first to have a vaccine. Reversing course, breaking news tonight. The Trump administration official in charge of the presidential transition says she's giving President-elect Biden access to government resources and funding after Michigan officially certifies he won. Will President Trump now concede? Plus, Mr. Biden makes historic cabinet picks, the first Latino to head Homeland Security, the first woman to head U.S. intelligence. A major recall involving nearly 6 million SUVs and trucks. We'll have the latest details for you and your family. And a texting mix-up brought him into their family. Tonight, why their Thanksgiving ritual became even more meaningful this year.
3: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. Reporting from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening, and thank you for joining us. Nora is off tonight. I'm Margaret Brennan. There is breaking news tonight on the presidential transition, and we are going to get to that in just a moment. But we're going to begin first with the millions of Americans ignoring warnings from the CDC not to travel tonight, a dangerous move that health experts are warning will send the deepening crisis into an even faster and deadlier tailspin. Tonight, one model used by the White House says Americans should expect the death toll to double by the 1st of March to nearly half a million people nationwide. With millions already on the road or in the air tonight, part of an estimated 50 million Americans expected to travel for Thanksgiving, experts say it is guaranteed that cases of coronavirus will soon explode, even more than they are right now. More than 3 million Americans have been infected since the beginning of the month. That means about one out of every four infections of COVID-19 since the pandemic began has happened in just the past three weeks. The country is seeing record numbers of hospitalizations and averaging 1,500 deaths every single day, the highest it has been in six months. About the only good news ahead, experts say, is that another vaccine created by the drug maker AstraZeneca and Oxford University appears to work, and it could be as much as 90 percent effective. We have a lot of new reporting for you and your family tonight, and our team of correspondents is standing by to cover it all. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is going to lead us off tonight from Reagan National Airport. Good evening, Chris.
4: Margaret, those record-setting cases are causing a spike in cancellations at airlines and Amtrak, but let's be clear, millions of people are traveling for this holiday, and that has doctors worried about the potential of a deadly COVID surge just in time for Christmas. Tonight, images like this crowded terminal in Phoenix have public health experts on alert. As COVID cases soar, millions are sticking to their Thanksgiving travel plans, despite the CDC urging them to stay home. Karen Bryan was met by long lines in L.A.
5: There's a lot more people here than I thought would be here.
4: More than 3 million have been screened at TSA checkpoints since Friday. Sunday was the busiest day at airports since March 16th.
5: Both of us have been quarantining for the last few weeks, and we wanted to go see family.
4: AAA expects up to 50 million Americans to travel.
3: I'm very concerned about the number of people who are traveling. I mean, this is a recipe for disaster.
4: Lines at testing centers continue to get longer across the country, like here in Colorado.
3: I'm getting tested just so that I can spend Thanksgiving with my mom. The biggest misconception I've heard this entire pandemic is that if I get tested today and I'm negative, I can see grandma tomorrow. Absolutely not is a two to 14 day incubation period. So if I get infected today, I may not become infectious, able to infect somebody else for two to 14 days.
4: This is COVID fatigue is reaching a dangerous level as people packed into this bar in Fort Lauderdale and crowded this church event in Tulsa. But in many states, the pandemic is growing even more dire. Pennsylvania could run out of ICU beds within a week. More than 3,000 Wisconsin health care workers signed a letter warning they're on the brink of deciding who gets treated and who doesn't. And just days from Thanksgiving, the economic fallout of coronavirus is spelled out in long lines of cars at food banks as so many struggle to put a meal on the table this holiday.
6: This is the worst hunger crisis in modern American times. And unless the federal government does something big and quick, we're going to see starvation conditions like this country hasn't seen since the Great Depression.
4: Dr. LePouk also recommends if you are traveling that you wear a mask whenever you're around people who you don't live with, particularly indoors, and to try to separate the act of Thanksgiving eating from Thanksgiving socializing, even if that means eating in separate spaces and then coming together to socialize, but with your masks on, and if you can't open the doors and windows for extra ventilation. Margaret?
2: Good advice, Chris. Thank you. Now to that breaking news on the presidential transition. A key Trump administration official has just made it official. President-elect Biden will now have access to the agency's information and funding he needs to prepare to take office in January. CBS's Ben Tracy is at the White House. Ben?
7: Margaret, with the GSA now officially agreeing that Joe Biden has won the election, President Trump is telling his team here at the White House tonight that they should begin what he's calling the initial protocols of the transition. But the president is not conceding. He's still vowing, he's still vowing rather to fight the election results. Another reality check tonight for President Trump. His pressure campaign so did not work. Have- Madam Chair, you have three eyeballs. Michigan certification officially makes Joe Biden the winner of the state's 16 electoral votes. We have a duty to certify this election based on the return. The Trump campaign is still fighting in Pennsylvania, despite a federal judge dismissing its lawsuit this weekend. In a scathing opinion writing, this claim, like Frankenstein's monster, has been haphazardly stitched together. Now we're beginning to look like uh, we're a banana republic. Um, it, it, it's it's time uh, for them to stop the nonsense. Republican resistance to the president's fruitless legal battle is growing. No one is come up with any evidence of fraud or abuse today four republican senators expressed their impatience with the president's continued fight and in a pair of open letters 164 leaders of major u.s companies including viacom cbs and more than 100 republican national security experts are calling for a transition to president-elect biden to begin immediately with the national security officials warning president trump's refusal to permit the presidential transition also poses significant risks to our national security. And with even Republican allies slamming the president's legal team...
3: The president's legal team has been a national embarrassment.
7: It is now disavowing one of its own, attorney and QAnon supporter Sydney Powell. She's made wild and unsubstantiated claims about election fraud. The Trump campaign now says Powell is not a member of the legal team. And as the White House Christmas tree arrived today, the first family says it plans to carry on with holiday parties despite the surge in coronavirus cases. Now, the first lady's office says the guest list for these holiday events will be smaller than normal and described attending as a personal choice. Now, keep in mind that the administration's own Surgeon General has warned that holiday gatherings can become super spreader events. Margaret.
2: Ben Tracy at the White House. Tonight, President-elect Biden is signaling a dramatic shift in U.S. policy abroad, naming his picks for top posts on his national security and foreign policy teams. Here's CBS's Nicole Killian.
8: President-elect Joe Biden rolling out his national security team tonight, notable for their diverse personal backgrounds, but all with something in common. They served under President Obama. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome uh, to the State Department. Topping the list, longtime aide and diplomat Tony Blinken, who was nominated for Secretary
2: of State. He spoke with Margaret Brennan earlier this year. On day one, what does the first foreign policy uh, priority become?
3: I think there's, a,
0: there's going to be a premium on international leadership, international cooperation, international coordination.
8: Along with Blinken, the president-elect is also bringing back former Secretary of State John Kerry to serve as a presidential climate envoy. Mr. Biden has signaled he intends to hit the reset button when he takes office, rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement, the World Health Organization and the Iran nuclear deal.
3: There's been some damage done that is going to take some time to uh, um, to to uh, dig ourselves out of.
8: Other historic picks include two first for women. Janet Yellen expected to be the next Treasury Secretary, Avril Haines to lead the intelligence community, and Alejandro Mayorkas would become the first Latino Homeland Security Secretary. CBS News has learned that the Biden transition has officially received that letter of ascertainment from the General Services Administration. A transition official calls today's decision a needed
2: step to begin tackling the challenges facing our nation. Margaret. Nicole Killian in Wilmington, Delaware. More now on that new COVID vaccine entering the pipeline. The Oxford vaccine by AstraZeneca is said to be up to 90% effective. CBS's Charlie Daggett explains some of the advantages of this vaccine as we continue our series, Racing to a Cure.
6: It's being hailed here as a breakthrough that could stop the pandemic in its tracks. Not only effective and safe, yeah. clinical trials show the Oxford vaccine may stop people spreading the virus too. They swab tested volunteers every week and found a reduction in asymptomatic cases, people spreading the disease without knowing they have it. We may have the first vaccine that's been shown to protect against severe
3: disease, clinical disease and against asymptomatic Disease.
6: This may stop the transmission of COVID.
3: Yes, it looks as if it does
6: to an extent. And the hardest thing to do is to prevent transmission. So Professor Hill said he expected the first vaccines to be administered here in the UK in December, about the same timeline predicted for the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines in the US. So I would expect maybe on day two after approval, on the
3: 11th or on the 12th of December, hopefully. Uh, the first people will be immunized across the United States, across all states.
6: Here's how the three vaccines stack up. Pfizer's effectiveness stands at 95%, Moderna, 94.5%, and Oxford, an average of 70, going up to 90%. All three drug companies have committed to producing billions of doses in 2021. Oxford, 3 billion, Pfizer, 1.3, Moderna, up to a billion doses. Add to the mix drug maker Johnson & Johnson, who now say they're hoping to publish their results in the new year. The U.S. government has ordered 300 million doses at a cost of more than a billion dollars. AstraZeneca believe they're going to be playing a big part of the vaccine program in the United States. Why? They're inexpensive, they're easy to mass produce, and they only ever need basic refrigeration. Margaret.
2: Charlie Daggett, thank you. Tonight, we're getting rare access inside a hospital in Miami that will be among the first to receive Pfizer's COVID vaccine. CBS's Maria Villarreal takes us inside the hospital's COVID ward and also gives us a look at the ultra-cold freezer where that vaccine will be stored. They were the first to battle the deadly
5: virus. So we put everything over there, okay? Now they're part of the first wave to be vaccinated against it. How does that make you feel? Makes me feel much better. Here at Jackson Memorial Hospital in Miami, healthcare heroes have seen more than 600 people die from COVID-19 since March four of them were co-workers.
8: There are days that are really hard.
5: Because... Head nurse Alex Kariski runs the medical intensive care unit treating the sickest COVID patients.
1: You see that one or two three patients die in the same day or through the night.
5: Um, it, it, it just hit us. After nine months of playing defense she's excited to play offense. Have you thought about whether you'll take it or not? I had thought about it and i um, I I said, you know what? I could be the guinea pig. I can do this. (laughs) The Jackson Hospital System is preparing to get the Pfizer vaccine, with Florida reportedly getting one million doses. Pfizer's vaccine has to be stored in ultra-cold freezers that stay steady at at least minus 94 degrees Fahrenheit and must be used within six hours of being removed from the cold.
8: I haven't seen my wife in two weeks.
5: 55-year-old Manuel Ubieta spent nearly two weeks fighting for his life in the COVID ICU. It's rough. The Doral police officer asked his brother to watch over his wife of 30 years. when He was at his worst.
1: If that vaccine helps everybody get the shot, you don't want to end up like me.
5: Jackson Memorial is one of five hospitals here in Florida that will be administering the vaccine. And while they've been told not to expect it until mid-December,
2: the chief pharmacy officer here tells me they can be ready by tomorrow if they need to be. Margaret. Some good news on the horizon. Thank you, Maria. We take you now to South Dakota, a state that has reported more COVID hospitalizations and deaths over the last week per capita than anywhere else in the country. CBS's David Begno is there.
3: Here in Sioux Falls, mask wearing is now mandatory, says Mayor Paul Tenhagen. But there's no enforcement behind it. If you think that the enforcement piece is going to all of a sudden create this mass level of compliance that isn't there without it, that's not true.
1: I am an RN on a COVID unit.
3: That is 22-year-old Nicole Noshield.
5: I do care about other people and, like,
1: their health as well.
3: South Dakota's Governor Kristi Noem is against mask mandates, despite the fact that per capita, South Dakota leads the world in COVID deaths every day. Health officials are split over how best to respond to the pandemic. It's hard for me to say we are at a crisis. Would you classify what is happening here in the Dakotas as a crisis? I would. Just about an hour north of here, the city of Brookings reports the lowest infection rate in South Dakota. Now, masks have been mandatory here since early September.
1: There are a lot of folks in South Dakota, thousands of people in South Dakota that understand the reality of what we're facing.
3: Back in Sioux Falls, the mayor has taken some heat for saying this when we asked him why so many people are against wearing a mask. This is cowboy country, man. And you try and tell someone to do something, and. They want to do the opposite. David Begno, CBS News, Sioux Falls, South Dakota.
2: The federal government is ordering General Motors to recall nearly 6 million SUVs and pickup trucks to replace potentially dangerous Takata airbags. The recall is for 2007 to 2014 Cadillac, Chevrolet and GMC models. 18 people have been killed in the U.S. by shrapnel from exploding Takata airbag inflators. For a list of the vehicles affected, go to cbsnews.com. Jeopardy says it will resume production on Monday with interim guest hosts. All-time champion Ken Jennings will be the first up. No full-time replacement has been named as yet for Alex Trebek, who died this month from pancreatic cancer. Trebek's final episodes will air the first week of January. A mix-up brought two strangers together, and a remarkable friendship developed. This Thanksgiving, they're leaning on each other
1: more than ever. Here's CBS's Jamie Ucas. Grandma Wanda, to be exact. Hi, Hi. Wanda Dench and Jamal Hinton started their Thanksgiving dinner tradition in 2016, when Grandma Wanda thought she sent a text message to her grandson. The reply? Grandma. Selfies confirmed the mistake. Then 17-year-old Hinton asked if he could still come over for a plate. Dench said, of course, that's what grandmas do, feed everyone.
3: I love just being here. I feel like we could uh, connect more and bond.
1: That first dinner led to a lasting friendship between Hinton, his girlfriend, Dench, and her husband of 43 years, Lonnie. Don't want to start crying, but... (laughs) But this year, like so many families, there will be one person missing at their table. Lonnie passed away from COVID 19 in April. The group, along with Dench's real grandson, decided to keep their Thanksgiving tradition. Friday's dinner in Lonnie's honor. I miss him, but I know he's in a good place. So to everybody here, I love you and have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Their unlikely friendship now truly a blessing. Jamie Ukas, CBS News, Los Angeles.
2: On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, the deli that gets into the holiday spirit by offering free dinners to anyone in need. If you can't watch live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that's tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Margaret Brennan. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night.